Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? <laughs> he tries to take a pulse, face. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. If the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep Milwaukee Bucks podcast, probably a part of the Eurostep Podcast Network, aka GSPN and Blue Wire. I am Ty Windish, one of your hosts, joined as always by the, you know what, I'll say the missing out, because he's not a succession watcher yet, Rohan Kadi. Rohan, fuck off. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a reference. No, so. I just, I just, yeah. It's oh, a, it just, just keeps casually <laughs> in the morning. Every Monday morning, I just get fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we also get to do an expletive pod now. So, a succession uh, is is coming through today. How's it going? Uh, right I'm doing well. Doing Are you still well, doing well like... after I told you that? Oh, always. Okay, always. I, Don't we, say we always, have you, you make it. You make it sound like I, I swear at you regularly, and you're used to <laughs> yeah. it. I don't want that. Yeah, to be a little perception. inside baseball, everyone. This is how tied normally greets <laughs> yeah. me. Whenever I join the uh, the Zoom call, I was just like, "Hey, fuck off!" By the way, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm oh. kidding, obviously. I'm doing well on this yeah. Eurostep Monday. It's a good time. I'm if I seem a little bit excited, Ty. Yeah. Oh, it's why, because why, we've got something. We've got something coming up. Oh. We've been talking about this for a little while now. We've been asking you guys to fill out a form, uh, talking about a potential live event. But on Tuesday, April 4th, we have finalized our details for our live event. Me, Ty, Jordan, Numak, yep. Andrew, and Adam yeah. are all going to be hosting a watch-along for Brewers, Mets, Bucks, Wizards, Tuesday, April 4th at Pilot Project, which is in the Brewery District in Milwaukee. It is around a block west of Pfizer Forum, and we can't wait to have you all there. It is going to be so fun. I can't wait. I am very, very excited. So, yes, definitely excited for that. Clear your calendars. Thank you to everyone who took the time to fill out the form to you know give us a good idea of what, what kind of venue space to look at, whether we think Pilot's going to be perfect. We are very excited to hopefully watch the Bucks and Brewers get big wins. Knowing the Bucks and Brewers, well, maybe not the Brewers, or not the, regardless, you know what, I'll just be positive, get big wins, that's what it's going to be, big, big wins, all the wins for the Brewers are big, because they are going to be fighting for the division lead, hopefully, this season, and all the wins for the Bucks are big, because we're deep in the standings watch now, Rohan, I think there's eight games remaining in the season. That's insane, by the it, way, can we take a moment fast. to appreciate that? Yeah. Right? Like that, I we were talking last episode, but that West Matthews game winner against the Sixers in the first game Opening of the season, night, yeah, feels like eons ago. It does, it does. Um, I, I I almost spoiled. I'm going to share something fun on Twitter after the next win. Hopefully tonight. Tonight is Pistons at 6 p.m. in in Detroit. So 
Um, but a little, little throwback. But yeah, pretty excited. Uh, but I'm excited we're almost to the playoffs because we know that's what the Bucks' goals are. But before we talk standings watch and playoffs talk, we'll, we won't do a playoffs preview yet today. Maybe maybe next week as we get a little closer um, to the actual playoffs starting. We'll figure that out. But kind of looking ahead at potential opponents in each round. We have to talk about the Denver game at least a little bit and the MVP award. So obviously things did not go to plan for the Bucks in Denver. Really one of those frustrating games where frustrating for the Bucks who lost their composure and got a couple texts. Although, you know, the officiating, the honest tech I thought was kind of ridiculous. Giannis, though, has 31, nine rebounds, four assists, four steals. Nobody else has more than 13 points. So just one of those games where the help wasn't there. Drew doesn't play well. Chris doesn't play particularly well. Nobody else really able to step up. Um, and Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets, you know, a pretty close game through a half. And then they really pull away in the second half and, and things get out of hand. But Rohan, my question to you is not too focused on this game. Second night of a back-to-back in Denver. The Nuggets punted a similar game in Milwaukee earlier this year. The Bucks tried and, and just didn't, didn't pull it off. Do you think this game, and we haven't talked about this before, so I don't know your actual take here. Is this game the death knell for Giannis's MVP case? Unfortunately, I think so. Oh, we disagree. We get so. to have a good old-fashioned Eurostep debate here. So here's the thing. I I, rec- I I think I know where your argument is headed because yeah. the Bucs still have marquee games yep. left against Philly. They still have marquee, marquee game left against Boston this Thursday. Bitch, why the, which, by the way, Whoa. we're really doing explicit. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, geez. Uh, we are hosting a playback for that game. Yeah. And you can find that uh, the link to that playback uh, room it uh, yeah, at gspn.info. It's too early for all of our, Yeah, I'm, I'm breaking right now. Um uh, but you can find a link to that room at gspn.info, as well as all of our links uh, to all of our podcasts, our Substack, our merch store. Everything is at gspn.info, including that playback room link. Come watch the game with us. It's going to be a great time. Yes. Excited but they do that. have that game left against Boston this Thursday. And those are two of the best teams in the league. Probably the two, like the second and third best team in the league, you'd probably say. Yeah. Uh, I, it's It's crazy that the three best teams in the league are in the East. Um, but it's just it's it's been trending that way all season long, yeah. especially as of late with Philly coming back into the mix. But even though they have those two games left, I feel like there hasn't been enough of a body of work of Giannis doing this against good teams this season. Yeah. In, in games that in games that the Bucks have won, how about that? Yeah, um, wasn't he really good in the Clippers game? I guess no one cares about the Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers aren't the Clippers aren't an elite team. Well, RIP to my season projections, but well, some of the issue is, yeah, I mean, they the two losses against Philly, uh, Denver skips the game in Milwaukee, Boston skips a game in Milwaukee. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what the sample size is for other other guys. I did think it was funny. Embiid's MVP odds improved after he had a similar game to Giannis, and the the um, Sixers lost against the Warriors on the road. I know that game was closer. But uh, it's just kind of... I don't even know if that was a similar game. Embiid had 45 or something. Oh, well. Giannis probably could have if the Bucs didn't punt. So Jokic could get that plus minus even higher by uh, playing the starters against... Were people upset at at you about that tweet? Yeah, of course. I said I was whining. Give give the context. I, I asked a question. I said, 
Do the Nuggets always play their starters up 20 with three minutes remaining in games? And if so, why do we care about the stats that 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 this that these this influences? And oh, oh, oh no, no, it's like, OK, well, I'm just asking a question here. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the, the that plus minus ass, is really so going to get helped when uh, when uh, Jokic is posting up Lindell Wadington. So. Yeah, it's you know, congratulations to the the point one percent that 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 increased because of. But um, I, I do think that I think the recency bias is big, and I think that's why Embiid is even in this race because like Embiid and the Sixers were pretty cheeks for like twenty percent of the season to start, and I feel like that just isn't really factored in much anymore. And I do think the voters, I do think they're mostly undecided. I know that Jokic and Embiid are a lot closer than Giannis. I do feel like the anti-Jokic sentiment is just kind of out there. And in some aspects, if one of Embiid or Giannis takes it, I think they could still both win. I think Embiid's road is easier and he has been better lately and the Sixers have been a little better lately. But I think this week coming up, a big win, big wins over Boston and Philly, and we'll get to talking about this in detail. More or less, seal up the Bucks for the best record, probably in the league, uh, depending on what Denver does. If they feel like playing like they did against Milwaukee anymore, if they're just going to punt through the rest of their games again, but it it will probably firm up the one seed in the East at least, which, as you said, is the more competitive conference. And I think at a certain point, you know, if he if Giannis has these incredible games against those teams, the Bucks win, really proving, underscoring the, and I think this case has been misrepresented, best player on the best team. For Giannis, it's the best player in the league on the best team in the league, the most dominant player in the league, you know, the best two-way player, all this stuff. I, I think that case can still be made. I don't think it's a slam dunk that he wins if they play well in those two games. But I do think that it will take now like 80 points and two wins between those two games, which is certainly possible. And and I mean, these are going to be games that matter more to the Bucks realistically than the Denver game, although you could tell they wanted the Denver game. It sucks that Boston is also second night of a back-to-back, but at least it's not in freaking Denver, which is just... I'm really glad, again, that the Bucks handled business in that Utah game beforehand because... That's just a treacherous back-to-back, Utah and Denver. So um, tough outcome, and I think it does certainly make it harder. I also think, thankfully, LeBron returning later that weekend and all this Luka and Maverick stuff, I feel like it hasn't been that much of a talking point. Maybe got a little overshadowed. Maybe that's the nice part about people not caring about Milwaukee and Denver unless they have to is LeBron's return and Luka's tech and the Maverick slide has been all the headlines. So I'm like, oh, Cool. And we don't have to talk about that game ever again. Perfect. It, it's 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 always fun seeing Denver Milwaukee never be like a like a TNT or ABC. ESPN was that NBA basketball. TV? I think it was NBA TV. But it's Saturday night. Are there are there marquee? I, I never remember what the ABC know. has Saturday, and they yeah. also have Sunday. Yeah, so they could probably could have, but they could have, and especially like that game earlier in Milwaukee this season that you referenced where Denver was on the second night of a back-to-back yeah. as well, a road back-to-back. That wasn't even an NBA TV game. That was yeah. just local broadcast, which, by the way, people in Denver don't have. So That's hilarious that, I mean, you would just think, okay, the last four MVP awards are slated. Obviously, they didn't both play in, in one of the games, but slated to play twice this year. Should we put one of these on national TV and make sure it's not a road second night of a back-to-back for one of the teams? No, 
No, let's let's make sure Knicks Lakers has forty five games on national TV. But a Bucks Nuggets finals would be on Bally Sports Plus. Yeah, which probably won't even exist. Exactly. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, any other thoughts on that game or how, how much? Oh, here I was going to ask you this actually. Would you? And I, I'm not going to do the stupid version of this question. That's like. Would you rather have Giannis win MVP or Finals MVP? Like, obviously, we want the championship more. But would you rather have Giannis win MVP or the Bucks get the one seed? So not not saying anything past that, just for regular season-wise, what matters more to you at this point? One seed, 100%. I, agree. I think I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks about how ridiculously important this number yep. one seed is to get for the Milwaukee Bucks because – it's it's just making your path to the playoffs as easy as possible. I just mentioned Boston and Philly are the second best team and third best team in the entire freaking league. Yeah. Why would you want to play both of them? Exactly. Uh, the, the harder like, path people, I, I don't want to hear it this year. It like why? Why do why do you want to make like it's it's that meme of Damian Lillard, like stop yeah. giving me your toughest battles, like bro, just leave. Just it's that. <laughs> But it's the Milwaukee Bucks in their playoff run. It's yeah, like I just, agree just take take the easier path. Why would you not want to take the easier path where you would have home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs? Yep. Especially a team that has, I believe, tied for the fourth best home record in the league this season. Yeah, and I, I think the, I, the the best road record I want to say, which is fine, but like uh, Boston is a game better, and Philly is tied now. Yeah, one of the best road records in the league, but you also have one of the best home records in the league. And the only way that the Bucks lose in Fiserv in the playoffs is if Ty is there or if they don't have Chris Middleton. Yes, those technically are the two circumstances that has happened. So, um, Actually, did they lose with Chris against uh, Chicago at home? I think that was in Chicago. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, I'm going to have to fact check you. We'll see. You might, I'm, yeah, actually, you might be right. I think, I thought that's why it was extra disappointing, but who, whatever. Um, worthless playoffs because the Bucks didn't win at all, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. I, it's just so important. And, you know, if you want to say Denver's better than Philly or whatever, three of the best four teams in the league, and you can ensure that you only play at most two of them and that you get to the f- conference finals without playing either of them. Also, I, I was listening to the Hoop Collective, which, is like as much of a social experiment as a podcast, I think. Like really just a fascinating like what's that like? It so McMahon, who I, I genuinely enjoy Tim McMahon, hates Bond Temps and they all shit on each other as much as possible. And it's like they barely get the analysis in between taking shots. It's like just a very strange experience. Of course, Bobby Marks was on recently. I had to listen to Bobby Marks, no Washingtons in the whole pod, which disappointed me. Um, but they were talking about the reason I bring this up. Like Cleveland being a little worried Miami might catch up to – might get five. Miami is currently two games outside of the fifth seed. And apparently the thought is the Cavs do not want any part of the heat. You know, Bontemps was saying Jimmy Butler is the best player in that series. I was like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell's a pretty great player too. But the Knicks falling apart. The Nets just not good. We know they're not very good. The fun story. They're fighting to clean the top the, six. They beat the Heat by 20 or something the other day. I, I, they're, they're fun. They're not good. I don't think the, the Heat are very good either. But 
the the new all-time dream scenario is if the Heat do get to five, if the Heat somehow beat the Cavs, this is the easiest Bucks bracket ever. I mean, the 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 conference finals will still be quite hard. That there's no real getting around. But I mean, the Heat are just for whatever problems they could give another team. I think they give no problems to Milwaukee. And I know I'm on record already saying this when I talked about I'd rather see them come out. I'd rather see them as the first round opponent than pretty much any other playing team because their spacing is just so bad. I think Chicago is probably easier, right? But like I'd rather see the Heat than pretty much anyone because we just know how it goes. Giannis on Jimmy. Brooke on Bam, they're not going to score enough. They win one game at most if Tyler Hero and Jimmy shoot like 85% from three. Otherwise, they just don't have the points. And their depth is horrible. Horrible. Kevin Love starts for them sometimes. Kevin Love. The Cavs were like, yeah, go home. We don't want you. He starts for them. Bad team. But anyway, um, but I, of course, the other dream scenario is they actually end up six and they beat one of Boston or Philly. I don't think it matters because I can't imagine they beat both, but that would be hilarious if one of those teams lost in the first round. It would be Can Philly. you imagine if it both would be of them Philly. did? No, I really can't imagine. Who else would beat one of them? Toronto gets revenge on Philly. Oh, my goodness. Wait, revenge for what? They Well, they just beat them last playoffs, right? Oh, that's true. And and Embiid, yeah, Embiid shattered Scotty oh, Barnes' did. ankle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. I thought you were going to say revenge for the Kawhi shot, and I was like, wait, Philly won that. No, yeah, no, not, not. Or, no, no, Toronto, Toronto won that. Won that. What, what are you talking no. about? Um, it, I, I don't trust Atlanta to beat anyone. I was going to say, Atlanta see, probably has the highest potential. No, I think they're going to lose out of the play-in. That team sucks. They do suck. I agree with you. They are a terrible basketball team. Every other team but, down there has an excuse for being down there. They don't. They've been healthy all year. They just traded yeah. for a star. They went to the conference finals two years ago. They just suck. They're bad. Something is wrong there. You know what's wrong? Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young hates defense. John Collins doesn't really play defense. They're going to rebuild it around DeJounte and just like turn themselves into the underwhelming Spurs from a couple of years ago. Very weird org. Anyway. Yeah, I, I guess. But I like my my thought is like out of those out of those teams, probably the best player is Trey Young. No. Jimmy's better. Oh, I mean, I, I outside of Miami. In the play-in? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Toronto would just manhandle the Hawks. I have seen, though, people get, getting carried away and saying, like, the Bucks wouldn't want to see the Raptors in the first round. It's like, they don't care. They they do not care. At they all. don't. They probably lose one game because yeah, the Raptors. I mean, the, here's the thing with the Raptors: no one ever fails to consider. And I've just seen this wait. Oh, look how good they are now. Yeah, they play their six good players forty minutes a game, and you know what happens in the playoffs? Everyone does that, and then Toronto's advantage disappears. I've seen this happen too many times in recent. Oh my God, look at how. Yeah, of course they're Fred Van Vliet is playing forty four minutes a night and just had a kid. Like, uh, of course they're going to look good. The problem is they run out of gas. And then all the other teams are like, oh, we'll do this now because the games matter. And we're not going to do that every night of the year because we're not ridiculous tryhards like you guys. Every year. Every year this happens. Except post-Kawhi. You know, obviously they didn't play him that that often. He would have left earlier. But 
even though he left as early as possible. Now, he would have left midseason. If they were like, yeah, we need you to play 44, he'd been like, okay, I'm just going to I'm gonna go somewhere else. I don't know where he hangs out. Idaho? Who knows? Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> Not even like on a ranch. He's just like in some mid-sized Wyoming. T- he's in um, whatever Wyoming town. I thought I could think of one, but I can't. <laughs> Cheyenne. Cheyenne, yeah. Cheyenne, Wyoming. That's because he's just got a capital. condo. That's the capital, right? I don't know. Let's let's. Our four Wyoming listeners are going to be very disappointed in this. Yep, it's the capital. Okay. But standings watch. Yes. <laughs> um, it does look like. Do you? Okay, I'll ask you this, and then yeah. we can talk about why. Yeah. Do yeah. you think the Bucks are going to get the one seed? Yeah, I do. Okay, why? They're better than the other teams in the East, and they're going to beat them. Okay, so you're saying that if the Bucks beat Boston, they beat Philly, they get the one seed pretty much locked up. More or less. I mean, you got to. I mean, take care of business today against Detroit. This should be a game that doesn't take too much. Revenge game against Indiana on what, Wednesday. Yeah, um, that one is going to be that one's going to be tough because they're still kind of rest disadvantaged after being gone for so long. But they kind of need to win fast because they have Boston the next night. Thankfully, as we'll talk about shortly, there's some reinforcements coming back, which should help a lot with managing these back-to-backs. And I think would have probably made a big difference in Denver as well, although they probably lose that game almost no matter what. Denver actually did play well for once in that basketball game. Um, but yeah, I, I just think they're going to take care of business. I think they they certainly owe Philly after having a couple ugly losses. I think they owe one to Boston as well. And I, I just think that they're better and it's, it's not even though it's a back-to-back for Boston, it's not as difficult as the Utah Denver one, and I just think they're going to be able to handle business there. Um, Boston's very good at home, but not not as good as Denver. Uh, clearly, it's a little bit different with the elevation and everything going on there. So yeah, I still think they're going to get it, and I think really the Boston game now is the most important one. So we were Philly had surpassed Boston, that is now gone. Philly's on the West Coast on a pretty tough road trip. It's caught up to them. They've lost two in a row. They're now four games back of the Bucks with only eight to play. Milwaukee's magic number to always finish ahead of Philly is now five. So even if they lose that Philly game, like they play five bad teams remaining. It's Pistons, Pacers, um, Wizards, Bulls, Raptors. So if you win all five of those, Philly can never pass you no matter what else happens. So that Philly game is still important really for narratives and just to really make sure that it's not close going late in the season. But that game is honestly a little less important. The Boston game on Thursday is now the one that matters the most. Boston's one and a half games back, two games in the loss column. But if you win that, you also have the tiebreaker. So really it's, it's that game and taking care of business now. And I just think they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. Especially because they had this little Western conference uh road trip and like a little mini slide as you would consider for the bucks i mean they've lost like after winning what was it 16 17 in a row yeah they've 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 now uh they've now lost a game a week for the past four weeks sucks i hate when they do that yeah and three of their four losses in this last month by the way have all come on saturdays i don't know what that means um i'm glad they played the sixers on a sunday that's what that means yeah uh and the, the of course losing to the Pacers at home on a Thursday is weird. But, God, uh, that game. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't end up mattering. I don't think it'll end up mattering. 
I don't know. Jordan Wara might go for 50 and a quarter this time. I, I need that revenge win, by the way, on Wednesday. Obviously, I'm more excited for Boston, but I'm excited for I'm not excited at all to watch the pathetic Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's sad. It, 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 yeah, I think the Bucks could roll out their 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 garbage time lineup and wipe the floor. Lindell Wigginton's giving them buckets. Lindell Wigginton is putting up fifty. Well, let's okay. Let's not let's not put unrealistic expectations on our guy Lindell. Do you think the Bucks will get the one seed? I do think the Bucks will get the one seed, and I think it's because they already they have the cushion. Yeah. And they just need to they just need to take care of business. Like let's say you even lose that Boston game. Let's say you lose that Boston game. You have enough other games remaining against lower level teams where it shouldn't end up mattering. The only the one thing is Boston does get the tiebreaker then. It's one one now. They only played three times this year. So that's why that one game, if you win it, right? Uh, again, putting aside all other games for now, the Boston is at twenty four losses and needs to would need the Bucks to finish with 25 to get the one seed at that point because of the tiebreaker. So, and Philly would need the Bucks to finish at 25 because they have 25. So that means, and that's one game, so there's seven. That means all the Bucks need to do is go four and three in their other seven games. And for sure, I mean, that's pending any other losses by Boston and Philly. For sure, they're the one seed because they would finish with 24 losses and always be ahead of Boston or Philly. So that that that's really that's it now. That's kind of it. Like you win that game, it's almost difficult to choke away the one seed from there. Again, I mentioned they all also play Detroit, Indiana, especially if you win those two games going into Boston, then it's like you win the Boston game um and there's only what five games remaining. Philly, Washington, Chicago, Memphis at home thankfully and Raptors on the road. And all you need to do is win two of them. Three of them. You need to win three of them. Again, pending any losses by the other teams, that makes it easier. Yes. It it like and those teams are going to lose games. Like, yeah, I don't think either will go out undefeated. Um let me pull up their schedules quick, but you Philly, go ahead and talk. Philly has Denver and Dallas in their next two games and whatever we want to talk about Dallas, who by the way have lost two games in a row to the Charlotte Hornets. Trash team. Trash or actually. Yeah. Uh, protesting a loss even though they 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 messed up. Um, the refs clearly messed that up, but it's hilarious. So I'll let did it they slide. did they really mess it up? Yeah, though? they shouldn't have inbounded. They 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 did it wrong. Why why shouldn't they have been it's not the refs' fault that they're guarding the wrong basket? Well, there was a confusion on who was getting the ball. Even if, even if, why aren't you like why are you on the other side? I it's been explained to me that they they like the refs were probably more in the wrong, but the the uh Mavs were also wrong. Yeah, the Mavs, like sure, the refs could have made it a little more clear, but regardless, the Mavs yeah. are still wrong. Yeah. However, however, they they still yeah, actually no, they're not a good team. No, trash team. Uh, Kyrie's super leaving. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, the Sixers schedule is actually really hard. They're in Denver today. Then they host the Mavericks Wednesday. Then they host the Raptors Friday. Bucks Sunday. Celtics Tuesday, Heat Thursday, in Atlanta Friday, the next Friday, and then in Brooklyn. The Mavericks are probably the worst team they're going to play. Because Luka, oh no, he'll probably be back by then. He's missing a game because he throws temper tantrums every night and got his 16th tech of the year. So that's a really hard schedule. So again, any other losses mean that the Bucks cushion is even bigger. And then Celtics are at Wizards Tuesday, Bucks Thursday. Host the Jazz Friday, um, travel to Philly on Tuesday, Wednesday Raptors, Friday Raptors, and then host the Hawks to end the year. So not very difficult, but like the Sixers game will be hard. Probably going to have to root for the Sixers in that one, unfortunately. I was going to say, yeah. Um, and then I would trust we'll the be, Raptors. We'll be keeping an eye on that game at our watch party. That's true. It's a big night, big night that watch party. Um, I, I hope the Raptors can take one of those two. They're both in Boston, which makes it tough, but it's possible. The Raptors have been playing well since they got a real center. Also, can we – I feel like Masai Ujiri is really ducking a lot of shade for his all-wings thing, just blowing up in his face. Yeah. Why maybe, is no one holding the, that Maybe it's the Bobby Webster promotion. Toronto in general then. Like, it failed. It horribly it failed. And they had to give up a first-round pick and I think more – to get a center on an expiring contract. And, oh, they're now, you know, a mid-tier playoff team like they always wanted to be. It's like, yeah, your wing thing failed. It looked dumb at the time. It is dumb. It failed. I just wanted to say that because I feel like no one no one cares. I get it. They're not that important. But failure. It is a failure. The, the, Raptors, the Raptors are not what you would consider a model team building uh, no. strategy right now. Correct. The drafting uh, fell apart because drafting is so wishy-washy. Speaking of drafting, real quick, garbage time Marjan's been exciting. Oh yeah, Can't yeah, Marjan has year. been exciting. It's 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 crazy. Like he's been uh, he's been down with the herd a lot. He's or up with the herd uh, a lot. Um, I always get that. I don't know. It it just feels right to say down with. Well, that it's like you can go either way. I mean, it's it's you know you're being sent down to the G League, but. Oshkosh is north, so you can. I think both are kind of correct. Just don't go like, you know, he's sent west to the herd. That doesn't work. He 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 went across the ocean to the herd. <laughs> that's that definitely. It would take him a long time to get there and back. Uh, but no, Marjan's been with the herd, and we haven't really seen him in Bucks action in a while. Like even yeah. during garbage time, it hadn't been. Like you, you're not really seeing Marjan do a whole lot, uh, but it helps that the Bucks were just blowing out teams. And yeah, just it was Utah and San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. Each thirty-plus point victories, yeah. and you get an entire quarter of garbage time against the Jazz, even like a quarter plus. Like, yeah, uh, 
sorry, but Thanasis is checking in at the end of the third quarter. That was and fun. I'm glad to see him back. Playing. Glad to just see, see him back yes. in general. Um, I know yes. he doesn't want to talk about it. I'm fine with that. But hopefully everything is well now. And um, yeah, it's uh, and let me just give give the give the people a little word of advice. Yeah, if someone is away from the team and the team declines to comment on it, they know. Yeah, that means you probably shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, if the team is uh, if the team is fine with it and thinks it's valid, then I do too. Exactly. And even if because they don't, maybe a, I do. But for sure, if they do, then I do. Then that's 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 the team is the only uh, entity that really needs to know. Yeah. So maybe maybe don't be too nosy. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I mean, I, I agree, and I'm not being nosy. The Andrew Wiggins thing is just crazy, though, and I don't it think is. anyone deserves to know. It's his private matter. But just the the stakes and his role in the team, it's just it's just a, it's a crazy story. But yeah, that I just said, hope everything's okay. Uh, yeah, I hope everything's okay, and he certainly do his privacy on the matter, as any of us would be if something was going down in our personal lives, whatever else. But it is just like a wow, didn't expect to see that um, happen. But anyway, the Nasus back had a couple dunks, but Marjan, and again, I I, I think I shared this on Twitter, like. I am both extremely excited about Marjan's future and totally at peace with him not playing most nights because the roster is better. You know, they, they don't have to rely on this rookie as they shouldn't. A, a contender should never draft a guy in the bottom of the first round and then go, yeah, we need you to play every night. If they can, that's great. Like Walker Kessler walked into being a great every night center who looks tiny next to Brook Lopez. That was crazy. He's a seven-footer. I know he's very big. I know he's been dominant at the rim. Brooke was pushing that guy around. Wild to watch. But Marjan, I think, totally has a role. Maybe as soon as next season. The development seems to be going well. He's played really well with the Herd lately. Their season's basically over, I think, on like Tuesday or maybe even now. It's it's done. But um, I'm really excited about Marjan long term. And I think he's going to be a player. I think the flashes we've seen are very encouraging. And I just don't think there's any reason to think that him not playing with the Bucks every night is detrimental because he's still getting in work with all these wings and getting to play with the herd a bit. And I think he is going to develop into a hell of a player. Very excited about that. His offensive game looks so much more refined than yeah. it did early on in the season, which is understandable because you're just coming into the NBA after not being in probably the best environment to really... Just- uh, hasn't developed. played much in general over exactly. all his stops. Just not a, not a lot of basketball minutes and organized ball. Exactly. So it's like you're going to see a little bit of just disjointed play from him. And, like, it's just that's who he is. He's, got, he's a raw prospect. Uh, but on the offensive end, it's getting a lot more refined. Defensively, the instincts and the length, are, they're still there. Like, that's, that's what's going to get him in the door for playing time is defense. And the offense is just a really good bonus. And that bonus is really looking... Like it could be a strength down the road. Yeah. And I think, you know, not going to do a whole team building thing right now because we need to see the playoffs either way. But Wesley Matthews, Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, Chris Middleton, all potentially hitting free agency this year. Like that wing position is ridiculously deep right now. Hopefully all or most of those guys are back, but we just, we won't know, right? We just don't know right now. So Marjan, I think, could could well be looking at more minutes and maybe a decision on some of those players could have to do with Marjon and how he's coming along and knowing that, you know, for another three years, you've got this guy who 
seems like he's just about ready to play. If you don't, maybe don't rely on him as much as some of these vets, of course, but you know, it's gotta be a, a good feeling knowing that the, the wing position, even if you don't re-sign all of those guys, you're still going to have some more options. Obviously Pat and Grayson both under contract as well. So, you know, the cupboard won't be bare, but could be a lot different next year. Who knows? Or maybe not. Maybe they'll run them all back. That'd be cool. It, it, it would be cool. But also just again on Marjan, I saw you had a, uh, there there was a tweet about uh, Chris Middleton's like. Oh, yeah. The shot, the shot profile. Yeah. Because yeah, like, it was like um, using the data to say like, oh, he was a catch and shoot. Then he was a three and D and then he was a creator. And now he's like a, a star pick and roll initiator or whatever it is. Yeah. And you and and you said this is Marjan in like twenty thirty three or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's gonna, it's it, it's gonna be exciting for sure. Honestly, he'd probably take the turn sooner because I feel like he's closer to being the initiator than Chris was at the same time. Yeah, I mean, Chris was a second round pick, trade throw in. He scrapped his way to minutes. I'm not taking anything away from Chris or saying Marjan is going to be better than Chris Middleton. That would be a wild turn of events. I'm just saying he may get it's to like that. It's like the Packers succession line of Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but with oh Bucks my wings. God. They should start trading for guys who were drafted in the 40s by Detroit. Just right. Can we get Isaiah Livers in here? Just to see. Just to see. I know they're excited about him. Um, that was the only Isaiah Livers convo of the podcast for sure. But the Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. So this schedule. What I just think it's the Boston game is what it's going to come down to. I, but they're Where's all Kim English. Now. Oh, is that who they drafted in the forties last year? Uh, no, that was 20, 2012. I'm looking in the forties. Isaiah Livers forty two. Where's Isaiah Roby? Uh, Kyrie Thomas, Bruce Brown. Kyrie Thomas, I thought could be that kind of player. I like Kyrie Thomas coming out. Anyway, no, but let's not let's not do. Darren Hilliard. No. I'm going to say um, no because I don't know if he's Tony in the Mitchell. League. Peyton Siva. Chris uh, Middleton. Yeah. Are these just all players drafted in that spot? No, I, this is just second round. Oh, <laughs> just oh like, okay. Kyle Singler. Oh, God. Vernon Macklin. Don't remember him Tariko at all. Tariko White. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Thank goodness. So the nice thing about the Bucks handling business on both ends of a back-to-back usually, obviously it'll be big for the Pacers-Celtics. There's another back-to-back remaining that's going to be quietly important just to take care of business at Wizards Home Bowls. And it's like both of those teams are going to be fighting for play-in. Probably, maybe the Wizards will let go, honestly. The Wizards, what have they fallen to? I know I always, my bit this year has been not, want something as bad as the Wizards want 10th in the East. They're 12th. They're three and a half games back from 10. They could actually be done by then. Beal might get shut down. That I mean, like, be, Dame, Dame's been shut down. Dame has been shut down. I, are they farther or closer? Uh, they, oh, the Blazers got, are four and a half back from 10. Yeah. They are 13th. They they were three and a half back when it was when it was shut down. So, and this would be this would be four games between then and now. So this the Wizards could be actually eliminated by then, which would be a big deal for that game. I think the Bulls are always going to be in the running. They are now the team in tenth. Pretty big cushion between them. Indiana and Washington are Washington are both three and a half games back of Chicago. So the Bulls will be fighting. They play good teams really well, but you know that back to back. So if you win both of those, 
You win Pistons and Pacers. That's four. If you do that in the Celtics game, nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nothing else really matters in that situation. I mean, I think technically Philly would have to lose one more game, but I, I just can't see them winning out with you know playing in Denver and all the other tough games they have remaining. So, I mean, it really comes down to taking care of business. And that's like ignoring the Raptors game. The Grizzlies might be just be locked into two by then. I'm not sure how, how hard they're going to be playing by then. Um, let's, let's see. Yeah, they've got three games up on Sacramento right now. And there are two games, but they're three back from Denver. So there's a world where they're just locked in. The Kings are, we're on a little bit of a slide. Um, who else do they play in this run? Pistons obviously don't care about life. The Pacers? They're, Pacers are they're fighting. They're fighting. Uh, they're just not good enough, unfortunately. They're two and a half them. back of the Bulls. Three, three and a half. Three and a half, yes, excuse me. So, you know, I don't think they'll have totally given up by then. I, I just kind of think this is where they're at. Like, they're, they're young. They'll probably just play it out. So that, that one probably won't matter. Um, Celtics, obviously, and Sixers will be playing. Wizards may be done. Bulls will be playing. The Grizzlies, maybe not. And then the Raptors, that last game of the year, the Drew Holiday one-minute memorial game. The Raptors could are still fighting to get to the top half of the play-in. So they'll probably be playing, too, depending on what happens between now and then with Atlanta, but they are currently tied. So all three of Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago are still very much in play for eight, which is a major nine to eight is a huge move because you go from having to win two to only having to win one to get in. For anyone who doesn't know, somebody actually asked me yesterday, my buddy Cole, shout out Cole, is like, how does the plan work again? Because thankfully the Bucks haven't had to deal with this crap. So seven and eight play, the winner is seven, done. And the loser plays the winner of 9 and 10 for the 8th seed. So if you're 9 and 10, you need to win 2 in a row. If you're 7 or 8, you need to win 1 out of 2 and you're in the playoffs. Your prize for this is playing Milwaukee and Boston or Philly. So, you know, good luck. It's it's not like, uh, you know, it's good to be in the playoffs. Get that gate revenue, everything else. I was going to um, say, uh, they, they, they want that gate revenue. They, do, they really do. It's a big deal to get that gate revenue. Um, but... Yeah, so <laughs> it, probably not going to go on a run. But in the West, on the other hand, you know, Minnesota, New Orleans, the Lakers, and the Thunder are in the play-in. That, the West is just, the first round of the West is just going to be insane right now. Yeah, Dallas is a game out of the play-in right now. They're done. And they owe their pick to the Knicks. Top I, 10 protected, I believe. Yep. Yep, so they they really want to they really want to fall even more. It would be hilarious if they had like the eleventh pick. That's not what I'm rooting for. That would be so funny. Luca Luca to Milwaukee is alive. They are speed running the Kyrie disaster. Yeah, well they had to. They knew they didn't have much time, so they're really they're getting it all out of the way right now. Because this is the fastest it's ever gone. Yeah, well, like you usually you get the honeymoon the day here. Yeah, when they got booed. He's like, if you want to trade places with me, it's going to take a lot of training. It's like you just have no concept of self. Or for someone no, who no, tweets. no. I think I think Kyrie is saying that you should listen to experts in their field. Wow, a novel concept. Do you see all the Facebook boomer memes he tweeted on oh Saturday morning? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm addicted to Skype. Ty. I'm, a, I'm, I'm I can't get enough Skype. It was that stupid pill meme. Oh, that's I'm a addicted bad to Pinterest. For me. But yeah, it's like the guy eating the pills and social media, and it's like. Facebook, WhatsApp, Skype, Pinterest. It's like, okay, man. 
Um, what a loser. I'm really rooting for LA, one of LA or the Thunder to be seven and eight, which right now isn't possible. But um, LA and the Thunder are both one game, a half game back of New Orleans. So still a lot of movement. Hey, according there. to, we, we get those tweet notifications about LeBron getting moved to six in the, uh, the, the Lakers being the six best odds in the West per sports book, whatever. Thanks to Shams. Yeah. Um, I won't say what it. No, no free ads. Oh, totally. That is. The Kings are being a little disrespected, even though I don't believe in them. So I guess I'm disrespecting them too. <laughs> That's got to be. It's got to be the the this other team I'm about to disrespect is getting disrespected. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have to be seventh, right? The top five are the other top six seeds, and then Lakers, and then Kings. I'm guessing. I think the... the Kings should be favored in their first round matchup. Hot they're slated to play the Warriors. The they're slated to play the Warriors. Ah, shit. Yeah, okay. that's the problem. <laughs> it's like, all right. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, without Wiggins, who knows? I just see Draymond. The Warriors would need to win a game on the road. In that I know. That's that's the hardest part for them. That's why I'm that, – that, that is an, a movable force meeting a stoppable object, and I don't know how it goes. And the Kings have been really good on the road, but not as good at home. So that might play into the Warriors' hands. Yeah. Beam team. 22 and 14 on the road, 23 and 15 at home. Yeah, they've basically been the same. I mean, it's good to be a good road team, but they haven't been the same kind of home team as a lot of these other. You know like, what's going under under the radar? Is Denver being a 500 team on the road? Yeah, I mean, it's, altitude is, is malarkey. Yeah. The Grizzlies being below 500 on the road? The only team above... Oh, no, now the Clippers are. They won another game on the road. It was the Kings for most of the season. Now the Clippers are one game over 500 on the road. The Warriors are going to maybe have a symmetrical home and road season. 30 and 8 at home, 9 and 29 on the road. There's That's Rid- no way this has ever been done. No, no way. Defending champions are maybe going to win 10, 10 road game. games all year. 10. I can't. Ridiculous. Bucks should have given them that ninth home loss too. They could have been basically even. They would have been even right now if the Bucks had not not fallen apart at the end of that game. Yeah. Or if Giannis had played. That's also true. Yeah, the West is. Are you worried about any team about, coming out of the West in the finals? I, I think I think the favorite has to be Phoenix. Are they going to play together at all? Are they ever going to stop whining? I I think they're going to lose in one of the first three rounds. Because I can't trust a team that whines this much. I just they do can't. whine a lot. It's incessant, and they won't. They don't address their own problems, and they never have. And I just, I'm sick of them, honestly. Like I, no I wasn't. Pressure leads to zero free throws. Leads to Monty Williams just like answering every one night, every, every night. game. It's like it's not just the Bucks ever, anymore. Do you ever look at the, yourself in the mirror and say, "Hey, why is this keep happening?" On the Hoop Collective, I think Windhorse was like, they know they fouled too much. It's like, well, maybe they should take some accountability instead of just whining about the anti-Phoenix conspiracy. Like, oh, yeah, the NBA loves it when Sacramento and Milwaukee and whoever else is getting more free throws than the Phoenix Suns. That's, of course, that's the NBA hates Phoenix for some reason. That's why Kevin Durant is playing basketball there now, because the NBA hates Phoenix so much. It's it's absolute it's absolutely ridiculous. But somehow they might be the favorite to come out of the West. I, I don't believe in them. Who's I think your favorite? Get, I think they're gonna get out physical. Um I think it's gonna be really hard to win a game in Denver. Um, even though Denver's been super uninspiring. I just think they I almost think they have to go. Um 
But honestly, I, I just I, I kind of like Denver just because they are the one seed. And that matters less with how wide open this conference is. But knowing that they'll have home court every round and that could just swing it. Like that, they might they might win like two game sevens to get through the West. But they have them in their house. It's really hard to beat them there, as as Milwaukee learned over the weekend. So I like Denver. Uh, I I don't think Can anyone. Can you imagine else... if Zion comes back for a first round series against the Nuggets? That would be hilarious. I wouldn't be that worried about that for Denver. No. That shouldn't be concerning. The Lakers, it's lining up a little bit. I see why they're top six in odds. I know they just it's... lost to the Bulls. I know they're not that good. Austin I mean, Reeves Pat having Bev a moment. did the too small to LeBron, so that's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, Austin Reeves is actually kind of good. He's not as good as the press he's getting, and I know why people he's are upset. He's a foul upset. merchant. He's a foul merchant, but he's effective. AD is playing games again, which is rare. LeBron is playing LeBron games is again, playing, which yeah. has been rare. I wouldn't want them in the first round. Like, if we would be pissed if this happened to the Bucs for sure. Like, that's a that's an annoying first round. I mean, we're talking about Atlanta Hawks and Toronto Raptors and Chicago Bulls and Denver's reward for being the best team in the West this season is going to be LeBron, James. LeBron and AD and Austin Reeves, the third member of their big three. If Malik Beasley ever hits a three, their Lakers fans are let's, hating let's, let's, yes. on his it's, son's it's birthday disgusting. post. It's disgusting. Yeah. Honestly, like get a grip. I know no one who does that is listening to this, but like. Yeah, for sure. It's Lakers fans. It's ridiculous. The Thunder are going to have a fun first round series too. If they get in. Yeah. They're not deep enough at all. I, they should have traded for a big guy. I think they could have been a real. I think next team. year is their year to do that. Oh well, yeah, I mean with Chet, I love Chet. That's there's their big guy, but I think they need some more depth too. But they have eight million picks, so it shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah, they'll be able to bring Chet, and they'll be able to have Luca. That would be terrifying, dude. They would Shea rampage Luka? through the league. Shea, Luca, J Dub, and Chet. Yeah. Insane team. You might have to give up J Dub. They have 35 picks. Yeah, but you still have to give up off layer. I'm not giving up J Dub. For Luca? I'm just I'm gonna get him otherwise. They have 30 picks. That's fair. Uh just give up anyone else. Do you rather give up Chad or J Dub? Chet. Yeah. I don't trust no the idea. I don't trust the big guy with the already. And it's, it's also like what could this what could this be? It could yeah, be a boat. Yeah, I, I know J Dub is good. Like if give Dallas loves their white guys too. Like Dallas Cuban would That's be thrilled. True. Cuban would be be over the moon. That is true. They would do the Dirk comparisons day one. They play nothing alike. They'd be like, "This is our new Dirk." <laughs> new Luca, Dirk Luca was here. also this, but we blew it. So now we have new Dirk again. Oh man, who can who? Let's get a let's get a little white little white point guard. We got Nash and Dirk again. Uh, <laughs> TJ McConnell, free agent. TJ McConnell, it's the new Steve. If they get an MLK game, uh, MLK Junior game, he will look like Nash for one game or kid or whatever for one game. He looks like uh, freaking Magic Johnson for one game. <laughs> That's true. Uh, do we have anything else we need to touch on here? I don't know. Uh, oh, the injury report. I mentioned it earlier. Oh, yeah. Probably should have done this before we did this meandering standings yeah, watch fair. around the whole league. Jay Crowder and Goran Dragic have been moved to probable for Monday's game against Detroit. So pretty big We might news. get to see Dragic play in a Milwaukee Bucks uniform. For the first time. That's pretty exciting. It is. 
Oh. He's gonna he's gonna do like old man grift things against the Pistons. And I'll take it. That this is what I mean though. The 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 reinforcements for these back to backs are a big deal because I think Drew has looked like he could maybe use a night off some of these times. Like let Drew sit one of these games. Maybe Indiana makes sense for that. And you could still have Javon and Dragic and Ingles to man the point position. Also, Ingles again played both halves of a back to back. I mean, nobody for the Bucks looked good, so wasn't great tape for him, but notable to see at least. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. But it's like do you, I I think in this in the Pistons game you get a lot of the a lot of the worst worst guys, the back end guys playing just because it's yeah. the Pistons. Like yeah, I wouldn't I mean, be shocked to see a Giannis rest there. I think they'll probably try and play him like a half. Yeah. I mean, with the injury report, actually, he is on it, right? I think he's probable. I think so. Right now, which we've, that could be a gateway drug to not playing. Let's see the latest report. Yeah, Giannis. That's, that's, Bud, that's Bud's gateway drug. It's his gateway drug. <laughs> Myers Leonard's still out with left calf soreness, but probable Giannis Crowder Dragic. <laughs> Budless Giannis is probable. He's like, this is, uh, this is a little too much for me to <laughs> I'm reading uh, an a, a interview with Embiid just dropped on The Athletic oh boy. about MVP and everything. Of course, because he's the like only one that talks about it. He's saying he, doesn't, he's saying he just wants to win. He That's told, not true uh, at all. He wants to win MVP so badly. Oh, he doesn't agree that he got off to a slow start. He did, though. Like, you cannot agree, but you can he also He also said it and then said he doesn't agree with it. Nice. Oh, he talked about when he could have stat padded and when he didn't want to. He's focused on winning. Um, he agreed with Giannis that the criteria is changing. Uh, yeah, this is. I mean, it's it's Shams. This is this is propaganda, but absolute propaganda. But yeah, I'm uh, sick they, of MVP though as well. I am just tired I just, of like, hearing about it. I don't like. I was even. We talked about this a little like a, a like a month or so ago, and I was like, I just want to see not Embiid win it. And at this point, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I think I've just been beaten down. I just don't care. Like, sure, Embiid have one. I I don't care. Let's can we just fast forward to the playoffs? How many did LeBron get? Four. So. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I mean, because the one reason I care about it is like Giannis's eventual GOAT case. That's the only thing that matters to me about it anymore. But we've seen these like amazing – I mean, Kobe won once, I think. And he's like a yeah. pretty consensus top 10 player of all time. So I don't even know how important Duncan it is for that. Duncan won how many? Two? Maybe Shaq just won one. once? Yeah. So I don't even know how important. I mean, Giannis already has two. I, I think goat. You probably need probably more than two. Duncan won two. So, but I mean, to be a top ten player, you need one or two probably. So I don't KG even know how important one. is it. The the yeah. I mean, KG is a little below the conversation we're talking about. Here. I know that I'm I'm talking I'm talking best power forward of all time. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that good lens. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think the championships matter more, and that's clearly that's the goal for the Bucks and for Giannis and. Obviously, that's what we want to see more. I mean, you know, MVP is cool, but people remember who holds the finals MVP trophy a lot more. So that's why the one seed, as we agreed earlier, this pod is so important. Beating Boston and just taking care of business in other games is so important. So it's great to see. And Crowder, we, we had missed Crowder for a while. I think some people were starting to get pretty concerned. Bud spoke on it like it wasn't going to be that serious. And I feel like they usually don't bring people back in the middle of a road trip most of the time. So not that surprised he doesn't play in Utah or Denver. 
But excited to see him back and really hope he's going to be – maybe he gets that Indiana game off so he's fresh for Boston. Who knows? But that's, of course, going to be probably like the Jay Crowder matchup, right, is, is the Celtics. That's when you need him the absolute most. So really excited for that game and to see that the injury report coming together. Hopefully Leonard can get back. Having that reserve center would be nice down the stretch too. Um, but we've seen these guys just miss some time with calf soreness. Don't know what's really going on there. If it's just like all random, unrelated, but the same injury or what. But hopefully he's able to get back. And have we ever had a fully clean injury report? I don't think so. I don't think so. Imagine the first one is like the last week of the year. That's the time you'd want it, though. Yeah, or the first game of the playoffs. And they were like, okay, we're ready. We're here. Yeah. We're ready to go. April 15th, Ty. It's creeping up on us. It is. Extra rest Extra rest with the play-in helps, too, by the way. If, if anyone concerned about pushing for that one seed, it could not be more worth it this year. For sure. 100%. Um, it's, uh, it's crazy, though, we're winding down, Ty. We got 19 days till the postseason starts. It's just it's crazy. So next time we typically record, we'll have to figure it out because it's a big weekend for us. But after, you know, if we record like sometime on Monday, there's going to be four games left and we will, uh, the next Euro step, we will definitively know a lot more about how the Bucks season is shaping up because for sure, half of the games are now done, the remaining games, and Boston and Philly are done. So just a huge, huge week coming up. I mean, this week really will define their chase for the one seed, they can do it even if they lose some of these marquee games, but the margin gets a lot tighter. So huge week in Bucks basketball coming up, and I'm glad that they should be mostly healthy for it. Knock on wood. They should be. They should be for sure. Hopefully they are not getting like some some, some weird massage therapist is all messing up their left caps uh, on purpose. Um, that's obviously a joke, but uh, – <laughs> It, it, hopefully, hopefully nothing's weird. It's going yeah. on there. Yeah, that's a weird. Right. That's that's Outro one of the weirdest time. things. Yeah, yeah. like usually, usually I like to I used to I like to say something at the end. That's one of the weirdest things I've ever said at the end. But thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode of the Eurostep here on Blue Wire and GSPN. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast platform. You know where you should be listening? Repod. Sure. Repod. Yes, our Repod. friends at Repod podcast platform, community discussion hub. Great stuff at Repod, so check that out. The link is at the gspn.info, and we know a lot of people are already using Repod because we've been talking about them, but just just a reminder that Repod is great. For sure, for sure. Make sure you check us out on Repod. Uh, but yeah, wherever you're listening uh, or watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Leave a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, check out gspn.info for all our links. Reminder, pilot project Tuesday, April 4th, Brewers and uh, Bucks Watch Party. Pod random, and we will talk to you next time.